0: This is The Young Entrepreneur's Journey with special guest Will Netter. I feel like the big thing for anyone in anything is just like, it's that fear. The sooner you realize that you can't pay your bills with other people's opinions and you can't make your dreams happen with them either, like, let that really like simmer in your head and just go ahead and just do it. Like you have nothing to lose.
1: Welcome to the Young Entrepreneur's
0: Journey, where we take the skills, mindset, and attitude needed to achieve any entrepreneurial endeavor, whether you're just starting out or you're already on your journey. And now, our host, Yasmina Ellens.
1: Welcome back to the Young Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. And today I'm chatting with the really, really awesome, and I mean genuinely awesome and humble and honest and kind of inspiring, Will Nader, who is the founder of a really cool e-commerce brand called Loki Emotional. And I cannot wait to get his hoodie. And he also owns a successful real estate business. And this episode, he has a lot of really powerful things to say in terms of how you talk to yourself, how to stop putting up a front. Um, how to build a sort of epic morning routine. And honestly, it's just filled with so many tidbits and so many gems of wisdom. Just listening over to it, I'm just newly inspired. So I really, really hope you enjoy it. Of course, he also goes into how to build a compelling brand and how to target ads effectively. But I'd say anyone ever should listen to this just because it's sort of the powerful personal development takeaways that you can get from it quick apology the sound is a little touch and go at some of the points but if you could push through those points the rest of the episode is pretty banging and honestly like it's so worth it so without further ado i'd love to introduce you to the wonderful will Neder. hope you enjoy our chat you should honestly take notes because you'll learn a lot welcome back to the young entrepreneur's journey podcast i'm here with the awesome awesome guy will nader did i pronounce that correctly
0: Yes, that's actually not too shabby. All
1: right, Will Nader. Okay, Will Nader. The first question that I usually ask everyone in this podcast is, what got you into your entrepreneurial journey?
0: Oh, wow. Um, uh, My current journey, like going through uh, like a clothing line, is an interesting story, but I've been an entrepreneur since I was like 17. And I've gotten myself into like numerous ventures. Like starting from the very beginning, like... uh, I just always knew that I wanted to be in business for myself because I wanted to take care of my family. Cause growing up, like, uh, you know, my parents are together. They've been together for like 42 years, but yeah. I had to grow up with the fact that my dad had to work a lot just to provide. And he had a, you know, answer to someone else. And I didn't, I never liked that as a kid that it completely hindered our relationship growing up. So ever since I was younger, my mother was like, she always worked with these billionaires and I saw the lifestyle I got to live. And I was like, hell, if like they can do it i can do it so i just knew that i want to be in business for myself so it was just it was the the idea of providing uh, an exceptional lifestyle and just being there for my family that's what kind of got me into entrepreneurship
1: all right that's cool yeah that's a really noble goal as well and i think like you said your mom worked with billionaires that's so cool she still does yeah Yeah. she
0: loves it because they treat her like family yeah i think
1: Possibly the fact that you had that kind of exposure showed you what was possible. And then you were like, yeah, let's do it. I love how you're just like, yeah, well, if they can do it, I can obviously do it. That's the right. A thousand
0: percent. Have.
1: Yeah. Um. So like talking about your early business ventures, do you want to talk a bit about that? All
0: right. So my first real entrepreneurial uh, journey was into uh, network marketing. And right. if it wasn't for that industry, I wouldn't be who I am. Really, because of the personal development that comes along with it. Yes, it's, it's crazy. Because uh, in that industry, it takes it takes a very tenacious person to go through uh, a really big numbers game.
1: Yeah,
0: to get significant results. It's it's a big numbers game. So getting told no by a couple thousand people will teach you a lot about yourself. And on top of that, the the mentorship and the personal development I got out of that like made me who I am today. I think it's what kind of helped propel me into who I am and what I'm currently doing. It's the mindset that came with it is what has been very beneficial for me.
1: Yeah. And what were like the key mindsets or the key aspects of personal development that developed you up to that point?
0: A big one for me that I've learned that I've uh, honed in ever since was the idea of everything is 80% mindset and 20% skill. Yeah. like Meaning that it's all about how you think about it and what you do about it like your overall attitude, because a lot of people focus, at least for me, like when I first got started, it was, uh, I was so focused on the how to's the technical aspects of how to, you know, build a business, but it was really more of how I felt about me, and what's going on inside my head, like taking uh, personal inventory, what's going on inside my head and how I'm reacting to the outside world.
1: For sure. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. I think, I think most of it is in the mindset and like whether you're proactive or you're reactive or, you know, are you have, Do you have the right habits? Do you think about things in an objective way? Like mm. the ability to kind of self-check and monitor your thoughts and cause, cause your thoughts are essentially your reality and that, mm. that determines the direction in which you go. So I, I totally agree. I think mindset is 100% key. Yeah. It's interesting that you ended up putting yourself in a situation where you got rejected, but that, cause that, builds kind of an, Im- an immunity
0: a hundred percent like kind of because you okay now now you're tickling my brain a little bit because i feel like a lot of people though it's not like mindset like without really understanding yeah and i can i can feel that but i feel like what really makes all the difference something i want to share with like your audience is i think one book that really taps into that is uh what to say when you talk to yourself by shad helmstetter
1: yeah like
0: what you say when you talk to yourself is so important. If you don't get that part down, thou to the technical aspects of what you're doing is never going to work for you.
1: Yeah, it's not just about like the tips and the tricks and the tactics. It's literally about laying the foundations. And 100%. that foundation, right, is what you build the castle upon. Um, yeah,
0: you're absolutely right. You're yeah. absolutely right. So
1: how do you talk to yourself?
0: Oh God, like <laughs> <laughs> I talk to myself like a champion. Like I'm not going to lie, this morning... I've been setting like a a goal for myself to get up every day at like 6 a.m. And for a while, I was kind of like oversleeping a little bit because I'm not going to lie. I've been sleeping terribly until I decided to invest in earplugs and they're the best thing ever. Highly recommend it. (laughs) But uh, this morning, my alarm went off at 6 a.m. I was like, going to go back to sleep too. I was like, no, get the fuck up. And I was like, all right, bet. And I took my earplugs, got up, and I just turned on my espresso machine and then went on from there. But it's – one thing that really helped me with like my the way I talk to myself is taking like a step back sometimes and realizing, OK, what's going on?
1: Yeah,
0: because our mind is like goes on this automatic trance sometimes. So I would catch myself. And sometimes like when I'm at the gym, I tell myself, like, all right, bro, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Can do it. And that that trails along throughout my day like that. Oh, no, bro, you can do it. Don't worry about it. You can do it. Just go do it. Don't worry about it. Just do it. Yeah. you're overthinking it just do it that's like my overall like train of thought is like encouraging myself to just do it as opposed to just uh you know that paralyzing fear because those thoughts of like what if could happen instead of you just going out and make it happen like just go ahead and just do it encourage yourself
1: i like that yeah don't don't worry about it just do it i'm gonna make that my new mantra that's awesome yeah yeah and i think taking a step back is really important as well i mean do you would you want to talk about how you take a step back because i know that there's a couple of things that you do
0: um, I, I take note of how I'm actually feeling. Cause I feel like a lot of people, they, they get so invested in their, their own thoughts. It's like a downward spiral. Um, I'm not, a, I'm not a big guy in spirituality, but like a really book that kind of helped me notice these kinds of things is called the untethered soul by Michael Singer.
1: Okay. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really big on that, but that book really helped me to see a lot of things that like, Oh shit. Like when you find yourself like spiraling, like when I start to feel a little bad, like inside, like I feel it more in my chest is when I'm like, okay, all right, what's up? What's going on? Like, just stop everything. Drop the phone. Not literally, but you know, like put it down, take a step back, turn off your music, whatever you're doing, try to find like, uh, like a place where you can kind of just zen out a little bit and just ask yourself, okay, what's really going on? What's really happening here?
1: Yeah, and try and, like, dig down and, like, reach the root of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Thankfully, like, I work more from, like, my computer sometimes, so I'm usually, like, by myself. So yeah. I can, I just, you know, I close my laptop, I'm like, okay, what's going on?
1: Exactly, yeah. And then, then it, from from there, you can move up and you can reset to yourself and et cetera. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. once you've kind of laid this foundation of mindset, then you can go do, you can go out and do cool entrepreneurial things. So why don't we talk about your most recent venture with your cool hoodies? So you have a (laughs) brand right now of hoodies called Loki Emotional. Can you please tell us a story behind that? How that came about?
0: Okay. It's actually, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. I like looking back on it. Um, Over the summer was really rough. And I'm just going to like pace around because it's like, it's an intense story. So okay. over the summer, um, I had like my own things going on. Like I was working with a travel company with, uh, you know, network marketing. I was just doing that. And then I had a little consulting thing here and there and I quit my job bartending. So I wanted to do that full time. Right. During the summer though, like a lot of things just came crashing down. Like everything. I was losing money. I wasn't, I was like kind of in my head. I'm like, shit, how am I going to like pay my rent, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. But I was also traveling a lot. Like, you know, I was going on these really cool vacations. But every time I was there, it's like I was kind of in my head, like, God, how, how am I going to make this thing work? I wasn't really enjoying my life.
1: Yeah.
0: And what the, what the thing that really like screwed me up in my head was, you know, the fact that on my social media, if you see all my posts, it's like I'm living this cool, lavish life. Like people looked at me like I'm this superhero living in New York and I'm traveling around the world doing cool shit. But that's not how I always felt. So I kind of like had this overwhelming amount of anxiety that like I wasn't that guy that people presume that I was, you know, but I feel like we all kind of do that to ourselves to a degree. It's like we're always posting the things, the cool things about ourselves, but not um, showing how we really feel and what's really going on. Like, I feel like a good question to always ask is like, how are you really doing? Not how you doing, you know, because when you ask someone how you doing, it's like, oh, good. I'm good. No, but How are you really doing? Yeah. That's a great question to ask, not only to someone, but to yourself. So I had to really ask myself that. And I wasn't doing too good. And towards, uh, like, I would say midway through summer, I went to go hang out with my cousin. And she's one of the few people I can actually talk to. And as a guy, like, we don't really talk about our feelings and stuff like that. But this is someone that I trust. Like, you know, me and my cousin Kelly, we're really tight. Like, she's like my fourth sister, essentially.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was just telling her, I was venting to her like, dude, I don't know how I'm gonna make this thing work. I don't know how i gonna pay my rent. And at the same time, met this really cool girl. Like, you know, we had the same values. She was like, super dope. And I'm like, how the hell am I even gonna take this girl on a decent date? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, like venting to her. Um, and I was telling her, it's like, I don't tell these things to anyone. Like, of course, when you vent, you feel better. But I'll never forget when I looked at her, and I told Kelly, I was like, Kelly, like. I'm just low-key emotional. I just put on a front all the time. And she looked at me and she said, You know what'd be really cool if you put that on a t-shirt? Boom. Yeah. I got that idea. I was just like, oh shit. It was kind of like a defining moment. Yeah. And I put in the notes on my phone and I was like, make a like a design or something like that on this on a shirt that says low key emotional. And I remember as I as I left that uh, left her apartment, I was like walking back to my place. And it's a bit of a walk. It's like a 20 minute walk. But I was like, I'm I'm a walk home. And yeah. I really thought about it because in the first time in my entire life, I feel like this is something that could be true to me. Not only to me, but to other people, because I feel like a lot of us are put on a front for the world.
1: Yeah.
0: Of who like we want the world to think about us instead of for who we really are. And it it's a subtle, it's a subtle thing because when you look at someone, you might get a general idea of this is who they are. But when you really take a look at them, if you really ask them how they're doing you get to know who they really are.
1: Yeah.
0: So I wanted to create something that had like a subtle nuance to it. Like with my my logo, you can look, you can see it's a face, right? It's yeah. a smiley face. But if you really look at it, it, it says yeah, low key yeah. emotional. So it's that subtlety. I, I was looking for something that's gonna like stand out in that regard that kind of exemplifies what I'm really trying to put out there. Yeah. So the big question I have like with people is, what's your front?
1: Yeah.
0: What's your front you put on for the world?
1: Is that something you ask people?
0: Yeah thousand percent because a lot of people like no one's asking those kinds of questions but we all have this anxiety but when when really it's the fact that we're not just being honest with ourselves and the rest of the world
1: yeah so when you go out and you talk to people and you ask some things like how do you really feel or what's your front what kind of responses do you typically get
0: some people are kind of like oh shit. Like, <laughs> like I just kind of just punched right through. them. It's kind of funny. It's like a, another good question. I'll ask people. I'm like, so what's the best part of your day? It kind of gets them out of that mindset. Cause yeah, if you yeah. ask someone what's the worst part of that happened today, they, they can tell you all the bad things that happened. If you ask them well, the good things, cause they have to think, Yeah. they really have to think about
1: that. Exactly. But it also puts them in a positive frame of mind. Like if you just ask someone like, oh, how's your day going? They'll be like. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Oh, it's good. Yeah, if you're like, Oh, like, what was the best part of your day? Or, like, what was the highlight of your week? Or, da, 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 then they actually yeah. think about something that was good and that puts them in a really positive frame of mind. And in my experience, those kinds of questions also open up much more interesting conversations. It's
0: true, it's true. Opens up the door, opens up the door to like getting to really know someone, yeah. for who they really are.
1: Exactly, and I think your the low key emotional brand is something that's so relatable, and especially from the context of you're not some you're not a you're not a woman who's created this. You're a guy who's created this, and especially when I think about <laughs> you know the sort of stereotypes around masculinity, or like oh, what is a real man? Yeah, like these like really stupid people are like yeah, real men don't cry. It's a complete like it's completely stupid. It's stupid because right? <laughs> then you know. The stats are male depression, male anxiety, and then male suicide absolutely. even, because they're not allowed absolutely. to deal with their emotions or their feelings. is just shocking. It's absolutely shocking. So I think it's, it's a fact. Yeah, it is. And I think it's amazing that you're creating this sort of space for people where they are allowed to express this emotional side. And they are, about, they are allowed to talk about how they really, really feel. And enabling those feelings will allow someone to process them as well.
0: Definitely. You you bring up interesting topic because uh even a lot of my good guy friends like these are the same guys that you know we, we put on a front for the world, like oh we're this tough ass guy, we don't cry a bit. Yeah we <laughs> don't care. But deep down like when we're amongst each other, we 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 cry. <laughs> you know, just like y'all. We just we're just a little bit more like uh uh, what's it called more i guess private about it but i want to kind of encourage people to just be a little bit more honest because uh that's like a good chunk of anxiety comes from the fact that we're not honest with ourselves and with the world yeah because we're all forced to put on this like false positivity or like everything is okay yeah. kind of situation and social media doesn't really like uh encourage that it kind of it's it's like a it's a never-ending uh journey of putting on for the world. Oh this is who I really am. Like my life is super great. Like nah. Like what if we took a screenshot of our bank accounts and just put it on as a post. Like oh no shit's not going too good fam. (laughs) Like Like, this
1: is how stuff like that. Like I'm actually
0: in debt but like I'm still traveling the world. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Or like a screenshot of the time that you got up in the morning like in not a good way on your off days. Unlike Jocko Willink who like on his Jocko Willink will take a picture of his watch like every time he gets up and it always be like four or three AM and I'm like, wow, that's insane. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think like showing people, showing people the vulnerable parts of you as well, kind of opens the door to connection for sure. So I'm kind of curious because your logo is just so good and <laughs> the way that you went around designing that and sort of thinking that through, how, what was your process for coming up with that?
0: Oh God, it took forever. Um, in my head, uh, like, like I told you, I've always saw like this idea of like a kind of like originally I wanted to do like a frowny face, like it's like, but you could tell it's a face and it says like low key emotional. That was the original thing. But how I had that in my head seemed very simple, but I, I went through literally four different people, like four different designers to like really help me put this thing together. It took a couple of months, but I was just so committed. I was like, now nah, I'm gonna get this thing done. Right. Because it just felt right. So when I saw this, I was like, yo, that's it. That's the one. I
1: found it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because
0: I'm not that, I'm not a, I'm not a good, you know, I can't draw. I can barely draw stick figures or let alone, like, let alone, like, write my name right. So I'm not going to draw anything. I mean, I can execute all day, but when it comes to designing and all that creative nonsense, like, that's just not me.
1: You need to find someone who can do that well. Yeah. Did you find designers on Upwork for that? Or um, did you throw competitions and things like that? Like. How did you find a good designer?
0: Um, I actually found like the person that made this logo. It was actually a, a old coworker's girlfriend. Oh, really? Believe it or not. Oh, yeah, right. it was it was a very interesting connection. She's really really cool. She's she's
1: fantastic. Yeah, no, it was super rogue. I love it. I love it when your network just happens to be there and useful as well. Yeah, I think it's important to note that you didn't just like you didn't just go for the first one. You didn't just go for the second one. You were literally like. I need to get this right. It's really important to get this right. And it's good that you push through. So eventually you got the one where everything clicked for you and you're like, yes, I'm happy about this. This works. Yeah. Um. So what is your process right now? Like, how are you selling these yet? And if you are sort of where are they up? Are you drop shipping them? What are the kind of are you Shopify, Wix, own store? Like, what are the mechanics of that right now?
0: Right now I do have my own Shopify store. It's lowkeyemotional.com. Um, yes, everything's on sale right now. I'm actually having a pretty dope sale. All right. Okay, so we got some new sizes in. Yeah. So it's like 20 dollars off your hoodie.
1: That's awesome. All right. Yeah, it's
0: pretty fire. Pretty I like fire. It. I do everything through my apartment. Like if you can see here, these are my boxes.
1: Oh amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: yeah. yeah, no, it's a fun time. I get these, I get uh the shipping labels printed here, put them in a little little package, all cute, yeah. and I just drop them off at a UPS.
1: All right, cool. So So everything I do, I do out of
0: my apartment. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. That's cool. That's awesome. And in setting up your Shopify store, kind of like if someone wants to set up their Shopify store, like what's the best ways to go about that?
0: Oh, man. Um, Shopify, honestly, it's it's very, very simple. There are like great, you know, YouTube videos out there that teaches you how to make it more effective because I feel like Shopify did an excellent job setting up their platform to where literally anyone can go in and build like an online store. Like I didn't mind yeah. pretty much on my own, but I had a lot of help from a few good friends who have like more experience than me. I so, said, right, do this, do that. But it's very simple. It's super easy. Like a five-year-old can do it, which I'm glad because, you know, like imagine back in the days where you had to you know, find a coder or whoever to set that up for you. It's, yeah. it's very simple.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's just very easy. You just plug and play, you follow the steps and you should be good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when it comes to marketing your, your product, your brand, how do you go about that?
0: Right now I'm learning how to use like Facebook ad manager, which is literally, I think it's the coolest thing on earth Yeah. because it, it's not only a way to target your ads, but they have like certain things called like pixels where it's like a thing that kind of tracks, like how many people visit your website. They actually check out the products and they, they, um, they store that data for you. So the next time you build an ad, you can target those people directly again yeah. until like they make a sale. And it's it's crazy how like how marketing works digitally. But this is something I'm still currently learning for myself, and I think it's so cool. It's like the most interesting thing, and it's it's fairly cheap too. So you can literally play around to see what works, what doesn't work, and the analytics kind of tell you that. Otherwise, like how many people are clicking on the ad and et cetera, et cetera. And I think the most profitable one is definitely word of mouth. Like a lot of people were just based off word of mouth. Hey, oh, I heard you had these like really comfy hoodies. Yeah. This and that told me. Exactly. I think, yeah. in my opinion, that's the most like profitable because people trust a word of mouth over an ad any day.
1: Exactly. Yeah. People really underestimate word of mouth. Like you can, yeah. You 100%. Can fancy ads and everything. But at the end of the day, if like, if like your really good friend tells you about this thing or like, you know, your your, your relative tells you about this really, really cool thing, they'll be like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I trust this person's opinion. Uh, it sounds great, mm-hmm. I'll check it out, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I think that makes a huge difference. Um, so in your opinion, what makes a good Facebook ad?
0: Something that really catches someone's eye. If you think about it, like what, what has made you like, you know, click on an ad or gotten really curious? It's just because someone got your attention, like something that I'm learning now, um, because I've, I've noticed that more women have been buying my hoodies. And yeah. so a lot of like, you know, my ads, like I have like pictures of like, you know, like my friends, like you know, they're beautiful women wearing my hoodies. Like, you know, what's crazy. It's, it's, it's contrary to thought, but like women uh, are more like relatable to other like beautiful women and ads, as opposed to like, oh, men are attracted to this. But no more women are like, cause they see themselves in other women
1: yeah. and they
0: see themselves in the hoodie and like, oh shit, that's me. Yeah. So exactly. for me, that has been like the most effective thing. I've learned this off this book called Cashvertising. And it's it's been like really paying off so far.
1: All right, cool. <laughs> so yeah. just using
0: other women and just like, okay, have them wear the hoodie. Do this, do that, you know.
1: It's true because as opposed to being like, yeah, I'm, I'm attracted to this. Like if you see yourself in someone and if, mm-hmm. if you can relate to it and you can literally put yourself in that situation, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's me. Makes no sense that I don't have this hoodie. So I might as well buy it right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. And do you have like a particular niche market when you're thinking about targeting people? Do you target people in a particular area or do you target people in a particular demographic or age um, or particular interests? Mm-hmm. A
0: thousand percent. Um. At the moment, mainly women between ages like 19 to 32 are buying my uh, my hoodies, right? A lot of the ads I've set because it's like it's either a lot of like, you know, girls in college or, you know, women in their late 20s, early 30s. So I'm putting my ads like more through major cities, like um, primarily in like college towns. So I'm looking up, you know, where's Harvard, you know Yale, like so it's like New Haven and like uh, or even New York City, Los Angeles, like yeah. where the big college towns are at. I'm targeting them.
1: OK, that's smart. I'm also curious about the sort of legal element, because when it comes to an e-commerce product, it's like your brand, right? Loki emotional. Is that something you've patented or some, is that something that you've, sorry, is that something that you've copyrighted, um, mm-hmm. you've trademarked? Copyrighted. And how did you do that?
0: Uh, there's like a simple like little legal system I found online. It was like $100 to get it done. And, like an attorney kind of goes through like a bunch of other uh, copyrights to see if there's like another design that resembles what I'm doing. Yeah. And there's not, so... I got that set and done. Surprisingly, it was super cheap to do, thankfully, because I've, I've heard these things can cost a couple thousand dollars. And so it kind of scared me lot, yeah. at first. But yeah, it's very simple. Thankfully, like there's technology like that out there to get that can do that for you as opposed to just doing it on your own.
1: Yeah. Do you have a name for the one that you used?
0: For this one? No, it's just low key emotional. And that's all I put it down because uh, an important thing is something that someone told me. Yeah, they're like, make sure you buy the domain names and all that kind of stuff. That's oh, the one that kind of screws a lot of people over because they will create something. They'll make the actual product and then like stuff like the, the domain name. Cause some people would, would buy it for fun, but then they have to go into like legal battles to see like if they can buy that over and what would cost someone like for me, it was like $12 to purchase the name can cost you a couple hundred, maybe a couple thousand. Cause you know, people can suck and they're going to want to get some money out of that. So like, you always want to make sure that what you're creating, it's already like, it's not, hasn't it done yet.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you need to protect yourself as well to make sure that other people don't steal your stuff.
0: A hundred percent. Early on. A hundred percent. Yeah. Trust me. I was so scared about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And I think just, just doing all of that annoying stuff in the beginning will save you so many headaches and so much time in the future. Definitely. Like you just have to think long-term you have to protect yourself no matter what what sort of kind of business you're in, you always need to make sure that, you know, what are the legal requirements? What are the requirements of the platform? How can I protect myself? I think that's definitely key. So do you have any sort of, what is your top advice for someone who is young, who is looking to get into e-commerce right now?
0: I say just do it. I feel like the big thing for anyone in anything, is just like, it's that fear of uh, like, what are people gonna think, you know? And I struggle with this a lot when I was in my late teens and stuff like that. Like, what are people going to think? Like, I feel like the sooner you realize that you can't pay your bills with other people's opinions and you can't make your dreams happen with them either, like, let that really, like, simmer in your head and just go ahead and just do it. Like, you have nothing to lose. You really have nothing to lose. The worst thing that can happen is that you fail and you learn something cool. And you get up and you do it again.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you With that lesson learned, like, you move towards failure and then you yeah. learn something out of that failure as well. And who knows if it succeeds, that's awesome as well. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So shifting gears slightly, um, back to the more sort of personal development side, I I would love for you to talk about your morning routine. Because yes. yeah, because I've tried it that. out and it's a game changer. And I think everyone uh, that makes you so happy. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you please talk about your morning routine and how you got out? Okay.
0: Got you. Earlier this year, I really wanted to get the morning thing down. Cause I've heard a lot of people say that how you start your morning is how you kind of basically live your life. Like it's the first hour of how you start your day is like, is, is, uh, very impactful. It's very important. So like for a while I was looking for ways like, what, what can I do to make my day better? And I try different things. Um, I have like a background in like, you know, neuroplasticity. I'm like really obsessed with the brain. I'm so sorry. anything I can do to kind of like help like rewire the brain. So I would like, you know, do these affirmations every morning, but, uh, living where I live, I can't always like, you know, be yelling like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to wake up my neighbor's super early or my roommates, let alone. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm a fairly loud dude. So <laughs> okay, I can't, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to like find, I was trying to find ways. So I've always knew that meditation helped me a lot, especially since I moved to New York, you know, it's a very chaotic place and kind of get your, your mind everywhere. And, um, i learned that like meditation helps with that aspect, but everything has to be in like sequence. And um, something that helped me like when I first was doing like public speaking was uh, like you always kind of want to see yourself given a speech before you do it. And you want to do that like a couple of times, a couple hundred times in your head. So I thought, all right, what if I can calm my mind down? I'm going to prime it to see what I actually want to accomplish, not only today, but in my life that was like those first two things, then yeah. gratitude. And I feel like a lot of people overlook this a lot because even for me, myself, I thought it was just like really stupid and like ingratitude mm, and like, Oh my God, I'm grateful. <laughs> like, you know, but, but believe it or not, it it really pulls you into the right place because I'm not a big, you know, like woo woo, like energy kind of guy, but yeah. I do believe that where your attention goes, energy flows. And if you're consistently focused on like all the good things going on in your life, you will find more good things. And I've done like a couple of uh uh exercises where I'd done like, you know, practice gratitude for like a month and watch your life change. Yeah. And it, it's it's a fact. So yeah, I've added that as like the third segment. So I had, you know, meditation, dreaming for 10, gratitude. And then I would always like uh write my goals down. I've learned that if you write your goals down every day, like it's kind of gets built into your psyche that you're more than likely to accomplish them because when you write something down, you're communicating directly to the subconscious mind, good or bad.
1: How does the act of writing something down communicate directly with your subconscious?
0: It comes down to like how how we learn as human beings. Like if you think about it in school, like how do you prepare for tests? Like you you do like practice tests. You're always consistently writing. It's a yeah. way for you to kind of engage like a, a heightened sense of focus. Yeah. To what yeah. you're actively trying to learn, you I know, totally as agree. opposed to reading something over and over again. But yeah. if you write it, your focus, your attention is focused on writing a specific thing. Yeah. So if you write something over and over and over and over again, there's that specific focus, even if it's two seconds to that specific idea, yeah. like I am earning $2,000 a week. I am like those two seconds, those that builds up over time, that compound, it's called the, the law of compressed activity, essentially, where okay. it's like you're doing a little, little things over time, build up to something much big. Much bigger than we think.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. It primes your brain and it kind of brainwashes it in the right way, for sure. And uh-huh. what I noticed when I tried because I have I have my own morning routines and I've 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 like experimented around with a bunch of different things. But when I just decided to just try exactly what you told me that you do, because it sounded cool, I realized mm-hmm. that after the meditation and the dreaming, I was in such a positive state that doing the gratitude right after that. Was even more powerful, and like when I literally thought about like all of the stuff that I'm grateful for, it like w- it sounds gonna sound really and really cheesy, but it just like it just like went into my soul. Like that's the yeah. I can describe it. Like I, like my soul felt alive because I've been in such a positive mind state, visualizing everything in my future going so so well, exactly how I wanted to. It just and then and then straight away writing my goals after that, like straight after. Is like, I didn't even remember the goals that I'd written down before. I was just like, I'm just thinking about what I've just been dreaming about for 10 minutes and then write down goals that I could do today or like, you know, in the next few months and things like that, that would align directly with that. Um, So that was super powerful. Yeah, but I want to ask you about the visualization specifically. What does that look like for you? Because some people might be like, well, I don't really know like how to visualize or how to do it right. Or like, I don't really know like what to dream or... You know, like, do you have any kind of guidelines that you follow or that you can give other people to follow so they know how to do that for themselves?
0: Gotcha. I feel like that comes down to like uh, there's really two things like find out what do you really want? Like, what do you want out of your life? You know, and yeah. spend some time thinking about that because, you know, when we we're kids, we, we can dream about anything. Like my sister and I used to create like the dumbest games. We made up our own world out of nothing. And, you know, as you, as you become an adult, like you, you don't use that as much. So it's like training the brain to kind of like be more imaginative, like as if you were a kid again. So find out what you want and just go crazy. And uh, another thing that helps tremendously, and a lot of people don't talk about this, but I think it's very helpful is using music to kind of help you do that. Cause I have a playlist that helps me think in terms like in more future tense, like the beach house, I want to build for my family. What is my company going to look like in the future? Like, you want to use music that helps you, you know, get you excited. That's very important because I feel like emotions help seem like the brain. Yeah.
1: A thousand a percent. percent. Yeah. A thousand, a million percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cool cool like my put that in the description the link to the.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. I'll definitely send it to you. Uh, it's, I, I've literally created it to help with that
1: amazing yeah i'll put that in the description also the meditation mm-hmm. that you sent me that's a really really good one so i'll put that in the yes. description as well and yeah do you have any other kinds of habits or rituals that keep you at the top of your game and do you have any yeah. way of tracking them or
0: yeah um definitely exercising i think uh working out whether you know you want to do weights yoga anything that helps uh get those uh endorphins going yeah is, like, is is going to be helpful, especially with the self-talk, the way that you talk and feel about yourself. And on top of that, like really good music, like I was telling you about that helps you think more of future tense because you're building towards something, not only physically, but mentally. So if you can find a way to engage the body and the mind at the same time in a positive way, it's going to be very powerful. Yeah. And I feel like working out and if you need to get a trainer, I think it's like one of the best investments. People overlook that kind of stuff, but if you can find a way to feel good about yourself, you know, like working out or whatever, add that to, on top of what you're currently doing. Like for me, I work out immediately after I do that stuff. Yeah.
1: Immediately. Okay. So I head straight to the gym. You work out straight after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that primes your brain for the day to go do awesome things.
0: A hundred percent.
1: All right. It's,
0: it's crazy what that does for me. <laughs> and I would never stop. Okay. Like if, if you, if you saw how beneficial this was, you, you wouldn't stop either.
1: Yeah. No, it's amazing. And I think working out, just just priming your body to be at its top is just mm-hmm. such a game changer. And the endorphins that you get after working out and also overcoming that initial obstacle of, you know, I, I just did something really hard um, or I did something that maybe I didn't necessarily want to do because a lot of people are like, oh, I can't be bothered. But then if you can make yourself do that anyway that really trains the muscle of self-discipline and it kind Mm -hmm. of tells your brain that you can accomplish the things that you set your mind to and once you've done that early in the day that will carry out towards the rest of your day and I totally agree that having a good morning routine is fundamental because in the days that I neglect that or have done that in the past or like oh I don't have time with it or whatever those days have never gone as good they've never gone as good ever Mm -hmm. Um, it makes such a huge difference I agree. Yeah.
0: It makes me excited because I wish, because you said you're 21, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I wish I learned this when I was 21. I'm 24 going on 25 very soon. But it's crazy to see like that, that little thing has helped me so much. It's not even funny. Like I think back on um what I used to do, you know, when I was in college, like how I, like starting my day, like, you know, I'll go work out, but like my brain would be all over the place. Like I would, my emotions would be all over the place. But to find a way to actually help you set yourself up the way that you want to is incomprehensible.
1: Yeah, it's true. Makes a huge difference. So I recommend that everyone Mm -hmm. figures out a good morning routine for themselves. I'm wondering, how do you manage your time?
0: Definitely. uh, i never used the calendar app on iPhone, but I think it's very helpful. I've been using it more recently. I know a lot of people how... um, like some people still use like planners and agendas, but I think the sooner that you allocate your time properly, like this is what I'll be doing in my, in my time, you'll be more prompt. You'll have like a better sense of urgency. Yeah. Cause some people are too, are are too generous with their time. And before you know it, you know, you're going to get much older and you realize you're not going to have the time to do the things that you want to do. So schedule your time. Even for dates for me, I schedule them like an hour. I'm like, okay, shit. The hour is coming up either. I got to sacrifice something. I'm going to make this thing end. It has to be like that. And I think the older that, you know, the older you get, the more you appreciate your time.
1: Exactly. And people should be more stingy with their time. Like, what shocks me is the fact that people are so, so stingy with their money, super stingy, but then uber generous or wasteful with their time blows my mind (laughs) yeah it's crazy blows my mind right because money okay fine i understand why you're stingy with it but again it's also a replenishable resource like you can always go find a way to make more money or to make the money back right even if it's inconvenient but time no matter what the situation is is a completely unreplenishable resource that time that you've wasted you're never ever 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 going to get that back ever exactly
0: I feel like for me, what really like, like, uh, really snapped me into that is like realizing like the concept of time changes as you get older. So I feel like every year that goes by your definition of like, wow, that year went by fast changes. Cause I feel like it becomes shorter and shorter. Like weeks feel like days, days feel like hours, years feel like they're months, like yeah. it's crazy and it really makes you think that damn like holy crap like people are like oh time was always flying but like yeah it is you know like it's it's if it's, it's 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 going faster and faster as we're getting older and it makes me appreciate a little bit more so you want to be aware of how you're allocating that time in that regard so even if like someone's like 20 or 18 like i would encourage them like dude really like appreciate your time like please don't yeah. let this don't take that for granted don't take those years for granted, like really work on that.
1: Yeah. I'm also curious kind of on that front, because in all of this kind of time that we have or the limited amount of time we have, you know, we have all of these things that we have to do and our to-do list piles up and it all goes crazy. Do you have a sort of way of managing your tasks and the things that you have to do? So, you know, sort of like how to leverage your time best to do the stuff that you want to get done and then also have time to, you know, for, for reading and self-development and being around the people that you want to be around do you mm-hmm. have any thoughts on that particularly?
0: Yeah. You know, the morning routine we're talking about, like yeah. I actually have like an index card. I don't know if I showed it to you, but it's like, I have like that morning routine stuff down. I also have like, you know, like my journaling and uh, did I read today? And right now I'm studying like day trading. So I'm making sure I add that into my schedule. These are like, like my core habits. That I want to get down every day yeah. and I make sure I X them out. Yeah. Cause what that does, it kind of, it's like a, a sense of accomplishment. Like, Oh, I'm doing something. I got yeah. this done today. So it's a good way to track, to see like what, what you're doing, but make sure you're, there's like core habits that you have to do every single day. So going past that, like I, how I go about my day is like, what's going to make me the most money today Okay. and what's going to make me happy.
1: Okay. And those are you the know? two things that you think about.
0: Yeah. As an adult, like I want to make sure my finances are good. I can pay my bills, but am I also happy? Am I taking care of myself? Cause I'm not going to lie. I've been a bit of a people pleaser, like a good chunk of my life. And I would like easily like, you know, go, Oh, hang out with this person, hang out with that, this and that, but then not take time for myself. So I want to make sure that I'm, you know, when my finances are good, I'm engaging myself in, you know, my, my real estate work and my company stuff that I'm making sure like my money's good. I'm also happy. Like, am I, you know. I like to clean, I like to clean, I like to go dancing, I like to, you know, like work out, this and that, I like to go, I love to laugh a lot, so if I need to, I'll go watch like, <laughs> it's like a stand-up if I have to, for like 30 minutes, and then that, that gets me going through my day, and what are else, whatever else I have to do.
1: Okay, yeah, I think it's, I think this, the first question is important, but the second question is particularly important, because yeah. a lot of people are chasing money, 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 money. Yes, that's important because without money, you know, you're screwed. That's that's an important resource to have. But people always forget about their own personal happiness. And then one thing that people do is that they'll postpone it. They'll be like, oh, I'll be happy after I've done this thing. Or I'll be, I'll be happy in two years when I've graduated. I'll be happy when I get this job. Or I'll be happy when this, when that, when whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. Um, you don't know... You, you don't often like you know you know one of the worst things in life is where mm-hmm. you get the thing that you wanted and you feel you realize that you feel exactly the same oh god that's the worst feeling exactly on earth the, it's the, the worst. worst
0: feeling on earth
1: and so i think it's really important to make sure that on a daily basis yeah you're on your grind yeah you're trying to build a good life for yourself but you, you want to make sure that it's a happy life as well for sure
0: absolutely because i feel like Not, not like a lot of people are engaging themselves in self care. So you, but then you know, like like our mentor says, like you are the core expert on your own happiness. Like you know what makes you happy. So go do that. Yeah. But also make sure you're you're being responsible. You're taking care of like other things as well. Like put put the time into that. Take care of that, and then take care of yourself.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm curious, like on that kind of topic, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on mentors and what kind of impact they have
0: had in your life? Oh, man. (laughs) I was just thinking about this. This has been like an interesting like uh, conversation I've been having with myself because I feel like now a lot of people are talking about mentorships. I never really thought about it, but I feel like the first, you know, quote unquote mentor I had was uh, I would say like definitely the first one is like when I first started working at a gym, you know, I had like a huge interest in bodybuilding, but I never really knew what I was doing. I was just trying to figure things out for myself. And it wasn't until. I started working at a gym and then one of the trainers, like him and I became friends and he invited me to work out with him. And then that's when I started learning things, getting great results. Then I got into public speaking, like people who were, you know, insanely, like insanely talented were like, Hey, like I saw you have this potential. I want to help you. But I never looked at it like, like, Oh, this is like my mentor kind of stuff. I was just like, Oh, this person just wants to help me. Like, obviously they're, they're really good. I want to be like them. So I just listened to them. So I'm very open-minded to the idea of, uh, having someone who has what you want and learn from them. Cause I feel like people have like a huge ass ego for no reason. Yeah. Like they want to figure shit out for themselves. I'm like, bro, if you want to keep wasting your time, then by all means, like, I don't care. Like I'm thankful I never had that problem of like being like really stubborn, Yeah. but I know that some people like get themselves in their own way of their own success. of having like real results cause they want to figure shit out for themselves.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of like, we stand on the shoulders of giants the giants have already figured out all of this stuff and it's our job to learn from them and what they've achieved and build on top of that as well right and Mm -hmm. i think when people like try and do everything themselves it's almost like they're trying to reinvent maths or something it's like oh i'm gonna figure out like step by step how to do it all by myself and it was like well it took us thousands of years to get to the place where we are right now in mathematics are you sure you want to are you sure you want to reinvent that all by yourself? Like, good luck to you, man. It'd be pretty genius if you pulled that off. Um, but yeah, I think like at the end of the day, it just shortcuts your learning curve. And once mm-hmm. you shortcut that, you can do so many more amazing things after that. It's just so powerful. And so, kind of on that topic, we met at bus- We met at a business conference. Right? It was mm-hmm. a crazy conference. I'm wondering what are the key lessons that you took away from that event?
0: For me, it was like more of like the subtle, the subtle things. Like, uh, it's either you're getting, um, better or you're getting worse. That, that one was like a big one for me. Yeah. And cause I have this like on a sticky note on my clock it's yeah. like on my desk cause I'm always looking at it. So whenever I'm feeling like, you know, lazy or tired, yeah. I look at that. And then I also have 25 and exhausted cause that story with like Travis, how he was working super hard and how Derek told him like, one day you're going to be 87 years old. You're going to be dying on your deathbed. And you're going to wish you felt as good as you did yeah. 25 and exhausted. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a good, that's how my life feels. Like I'm, I'm not necessarily exhausted, but I know how that feels, Yeah. but it's probably the best feeling on earth. Cause like one day you're not going to feel like that.
1: Exactly. And um, when you're in the moment, when you're in the moment of being, you know, 25 and exhausted or 23 and exhausted or whatever, young and exhausted, and you remember that and you're like, oh yeah, when I'm dying of cancer, like <laughs> you'll be like. When, when you can think about that in that moment when you're exhausted, you'll be like, oh, things are actually not so bad. And then that will put you back into the frame of gratitude and back into the frame of, okay, mm-hmm. like, hey, what can I do despite my limited capacity? And then you can yes. go and get get cool stuff done.
0: No, you're definitely right on that because you, you bring up interesting topic too because uh, it, it brings that sense of gratitude, but it also makes you realize like what's your current state of mind because – There's some things that I would think about that would literally encompass like the the entire thought process of my mind. Let's say like 21, 22. I look back at it it now and I'm like, wow, I wasted so much time thinking about that. I wasted so much mental energy on that. That was, it it meant nothing. So if what you're, what's bothering you now is not going to matter in a year, get that shit out of your head. Yeah. It's
1: not important. It's not important. No, it's not. Yeah. So being
0: tired is nothing. You're going to sleep. Yeah. When it's, you're dead, like, you'll be fine. Like, chill. You're fine. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, it's not going to be a big deal, like, in the short-term future even. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. I'm I'm literally listening to The Tower of Charlie Munger on my audio right now. And I just got to a part where they were saying, like, Char- uh, Charlie was like, Charlie's not going to get a prostate exam. Like, he hasn't had his prostate checked because he figures that most men will get prostate problems anyway. So it's like, well, if he's probably going to get it anyway – some kind of prostate problem. Why worry about it? Doesn't want to know. And like, or like he doesn't worry about hurricanes or like earthquakes and things like that, because he doesn't worry about things. If they're inevitable, if they're inevitably going to happen, it's like, okay, well it's going to happen. Why, why waste my energy worrying about it? It's going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's an interesting point. So I think the final question I'm going to ask you is what are the three key truth bombs about the entrepreneurial journey that you would drop on a young entrepreneur today?
0: Um, one is that, uh, I think a big one that I've learned, I think this is like, uh, more like a New York city kind of like mentality and entrepreneurship is that like, no one cares about you. Like no one expects you to feel good about yourself until you go ahead and do something because live in a city where people are kind of just always in their heads. Like it's kind of up to you to get things done. Like, don't worry about what other people are thinking. I feel like that's a big thing that stops a lot of young entrepreneurs is like the, the thoughts and the validation of others. Um, two, just go ahead and just do it. Yeah. Take the risk. You're young. Like I, I get told that all the time, like, bro, you're so young. Like you're so young. So I'm like, I might as well just take the risk now and either this is going to work out or it doesn't, but I get to sleep at night knowing that I did my best and actually did it. You know? Yeah. So it's like, just go ahead, just plunge into it. Do it. You'll be glad that you did. Whether it works or doesn't, you're either going to, you know, get something really great or you're going to learn something. You say that you win or you learn.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's a win win situation. Yeah. And last one, I would say just try different things. I feel like a lot of people um, get stuck doing like one thing. Keep doing something, like, keep trying different things until you find something that you like. And don't be afraid to fail. Like, you're, you're, like I said, you're always going to, you're either going to win or you're going to learn. So just keep trying different things. Like, I didn't think in a million years that I would ever be making clothing. Like, I feel like I can barely shop for myself sometimes, but (laughs) I'm making hoodies and it's doing really well. So keep trying things, keep trying things. That's it.
1: Yeah. Until you find awesome. something that
0: you like and something that, that just, just clicks.
1: Yeah. Good on you, man. Yeah. Those are, those are great ones. I, I 100%, I 1000% even back all of those. Um, so definitely. Um, and do you have anything that you'd like to plug and you know, wink, wink. And, and where can people find you?
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, so you meant like, do you if I want to add like one more thing, cause I think fear is huge. Fear people like don't really acknowledge oh, okay. fear a lot.
1: Yeah. And right.
0: I feel like it's something like to kind of like face. Like it sounds like very, very cheesy, but I feel like people should come to a place where they're they're facing their fears, but they're just doing it anyway. Like feel that paralyzing sensation and go ahead and do it anyways, because you'll be very surprised of what you're gonna be able to do. You're gonna For surprise sure. yourself. Yeah. A thousand percent.
1: You're always more capable of what you think you are, can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. Thanks for that awesome fourth one. Now, when I said, is there anything you'd like to plug? I mean, like anything that you want to like hashtag shameless plug.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Will Netter. That's W I L L N E D E R. okay awesome. And my company is called Low Key Emotional. Yeah.
1: I want one on Instagram. I, I'm going to get What's one. Up? I want one.
0: Yo, I will send one to you. You're going to send me your an address and it's going to be on me. I got you. Huh? It's on me. I got you. Are you I'm sure? gonna send you one. Yeah, I really 100%. appreciate
1: that. That's awesome. I got you. <laughs> I definitely want one. Uh, all right. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on this. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of the Young Entrepreneurs Journey podcast. And again, thank you so much, Will, for taking the time to inspire us all today. And of course, if you want to get one of his hoodies, I think they're really cool. And my mine's gonna arrive soon at the post, and I can't wait. And uh, yeah. It is a wintry time, so check out his store, Loki Emotional. And uh, I think the brand story behind it is really powerful as well. And, and of course, if you got anything out of this episode at all, I would highly encourage you to share this with a friend. I really want to get this message out to young entrepreneurs because I know a lot of people can feel lost. And uh, I think to have sort of a place where they can on this journey with us together is kind of inspiring. And so if you would share that with a friend, share it on your social media, screen record a powerful takeaway that you learned from the episode if you've been taking notes uh just put on your instagram story put it in your facebook your twitter your whatever and uh yeah also to help bump us up the rankings if you'd give us a five star rating on itunes and also a review i would really really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart put a huge amount of work into this so if you just take one minute out of your day that would really make my day On that note, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.